This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Recipe for Press. If your company wants to engage today's influencers and inspire them to write about you, then you need Recipe for Press. Athens based communication advisor and author Amy Fleury helps entrepreneurs across the country demystify the process of pitching their story and creating a buzz. Her book, Recipe for Press, is the DIY PR guide to being your own publicist, and it's truly empowered me and so many other local companies to get their customer base by sharing their stories. Listeners today get a 20% discount with the code COZY when they order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Again, that's a 20% discount with the code COZY when you order Amy's book or any of her products in Recipe for Press store found on www.amyflurry.com. Welcome to the Cozy Bear Farms podcast. I'm your host, Dejan Yerby, and today is our official first tool review. This is a new bonus episode segment that I wanted to do because I was getting a lot of questions about uh, what type of tool should I use or what type of tool should I buy? Should I get this tool for my farm or should I get this tool for my garden? So I decided instead of doing a bunch of main topic episodes about these tools, I'll just do a tool review. And just like the other bonus segments of the week, I put a poll on Instagram at Coast Bear Market Garden. And the poll this week was between a Jang Cedar and the Never Sink Farms Gritter. Jang Cedar won by a landslide. I kind of figured it was going to be that way. Should have, you know, polled them out a little bit better. But we're going to talk about the Jang Cedar. Jang Cedar is one of my favorite tools because I do direct seed a lot. And if you don't really know what a uh, jang cedar is, it's exactly like it says. It's a cedar. It just has jang in front of it. Most uh, small-scale growers know of a cedar called of er, called an earthway, but this one is called the jang cedar. So the jang cedar is a more industrial kind of cedar that every market gardener would use, especially a small-scale farm, especially somebody that's grown on a half an acre or less. It's a very high-tech tool because of the fact that it has these little hockey puck kind of objects that are called rollers. And the rollers have these little different size dibbles that are spaced out where the seeds will fall into. And when you're pushing the jang cedar down your beds, the roller will spin, catch those seeds, and drop them into the ground in a very spaced and evenly out intervals. So... The Jang Cedar 2, behind the front wheel of the Jang Cedar, the front wheel of the Jang Cedar has these little, I want to say, spikes on the wheels that dig into the ground and actually turn the chain that will in turn turn 
the roller inside of the hopper and the hopper is where you actually place your seeds into and the hopper is cool because it has a lid on it so when you take the lid off drop your seeds into the hopper and then uh i just hit my mic you drop your seeds into the hopper you close the lid back up and that's just in case if the roller is going too fast and the seed starts popping out you don't lose any seeds when an earthway there's no lid so if there is uh, a situation where you might be going too fast the seeds will just spit out of the earthway the hopper prevents all of that the hopper is also where you would place your roller and change out each roller so each roller is fitted to do different stuff so each roller one is fitted with dibbles that will catch carrot seeds one is fitted where it will catch radish seeds and some are bigger where they'll catch bigger seeds like radishes or beets so each roller has different dibbles and they're all spaced out so that they're at least six inches apart when they drop into the ground well not even well they're a little bit closer than that because you're direct seeding but you know what i mean the specs say six inches apart, but when you start using the jank CD, you're going to tell this, this stuff ain't spaced out six inches apart. But let's move on. So behind the front wheel, there's a spade that actually digs into the ground that will make your furrow. And within that spade, there is a compartment where the seeds will drop out into your furrow that you just made with the jank seeder. And behind that, there is a flap that goes down and covers the furrow back up with dirt. And then the back wheel of the Jang Cedar is, if you notice it, is a lot smoother than the front wheel. And that's because its job is to pack and press down the soil as you're growing. And the reason you want it to pack and press down the soil, make it a little bit more compact, is that a lot of problems that people have when they're seeding, if they're using an earthway or if they're using, you know, uh, they're making their own little furrows with like a broomstick and dropping the seeds in them and trying to cover them back up. Most times when a rainstorm comes through, the seeds are not compact down deep into the soil. So when a rainstorm comes, usually sometimes those seeds will wash away. Now, to be honest with a jang seeder, it does help prevent that problem, but that problem doesn't go away. I used my Jane seeder the other day, and I can see that seeds got kind of washed and moved closer together, or some were kind of spaced out more, and there's a little bit of gaps in between. So that's a problem that it can help. It doesn't completely eliminate that problem, but it does help with that problem. So that's technically what a Jane seeder is. I'm going to go into some of the drawbacks of the jank seeder because this is completely honest i know a lot of people think that uh when they hear tool reviews people are just gonna bust out all of the great things about it and never talk about what actually goes on with it but i'm here to tell you like there are some issues with the jank seeder that you normally don't hear about and i'm just gonna be completely honest with you guys about this stuff so one if you go to some of these websites, they'll say that the Jane Cedar can go through most soil conditions. That is not necessarily true. If your soil is not soft enough for the spade to dig into to make its furrow, you're going to have seeds that's placed on top of the soil and they're not going to dig in there. So if you're in an area where you have really rough clay, you are going to have to invest in, in a tiller to till up your soil 
Or if you don't want to till up your soil, you're going to have to invest in a broad fork, broad fork your beds, and then get compost and smooth out your beds with the compost and maybe use a field rake. Another option that you can do is something that Clay Bottom Farm does. They do no, they do no till, but what they do is they just fill up their beds with a ton of compost. So they just place compost all over their beds and you can use the compost as your medium to, you can use your compost as your medium as you're rolling your jang cedar down your beds. You can do those three options. For me, I'm a solo farmer and I know a lot of people don't like tilling the ground, but if you're a solo farmer and you have really rough clay, sometimes you can't help but go out there and till up your bed. So for me, I uh, will do the process of, I'll use my salad tarp, where if I have crops in the bed, I'll cover my bed up with a salad tarp, let all of the crops, nutrients burn back into the ground and decompose back into the ground, move the salad tarp and I have a blank canvas. And then I'll just go back over the bed with a tiller and then put fertilizer down and plant into that. That is my method of how I flip and turn my beds. I know a lot of people are saying, why don't you put compost in your beds? Well, your compost is pretty much everything that you took out of your garden, put into a compost pile and let it get back to black gold. So I'm just eliminating that step by just leaving the crops in the beds and let them be kind of like a green manure where it just puts the nutrients back into the bed and then it also helps build back up the bed. But when you pull it off, the soil gets right back hard again. So you do have to till it up and make it fine so that you're so that you can plant more stuff in there later. I know some people are gonna be like, well no way your crops are coming out great. Well I have the best crops in town and that's the method that I use when I'm doing it. So that's the secret into how Cozy Bear does his stuff. I, now, don't get me wrong, I do use compost sometimes, but most times that's the method that I use. Uh, so if you don't have good soil conditions, it's not going to help. The furrow will not be able to dig into the ground unless the soil is soft enough where it can make a deep furrow so that, you, so that your seeds can fall in there and that they can be packed in there. Uh, another thing too, there's a lot of moving parts. When you get a jang cedar, there's a lot of parts and there's a lot of moving parts. You got to make sure everything is set up correctly so that you have no problems when you're going out there. It's not something simple like an earthway where you just put in the disc and you go out there and you walk and you're done. This thing, you're going to have to take apart the, harp, the hopper to put in the roller, adjust the brush. There's a brush that goes over the roller and that brush will help stop a bunch of seeds from coming out at once. So that when the seeds do fall into the dibble, it's just that one seed in that dibble that's coming out and the brush helps with that. And the reason I'm saying the brush is because with the brush, when you have bigger giant, when you have bigger seeds, sometimes you have to adjust the brush so that the seeds will come out um, evenly. Uh, there's also uh, a spocket where it will actually change the distance of how Far in between, the seeds will come out. I suggest you leave it at the six inch one. Don't change it to another one. You also have a chain that you gotta make sure that's still going. You got the wheels, the handles. There's a lot of moving parts, so you need to make sure that everything is set up correctly before you use it. Most times when you set it up the first time, you got everything set to how you want it to be. 
The only thing that you need to change out is the hopper and the rollers and you'll be fine. But if you don't set it up correctly the first time, there are going to be a bunch of other moving parts that you're going to have to do. Uh, another drawback to this thing is it can break pretty easily if you're too rough with it. I have a friend that has a Jang Seater and they were a little bit too rough with their Jang Seater and their front wheel broke, but that's just because they were super rough with it. They were clanging it around. They just dropped it and the thing would break. When you look at the Jang Seater, you're thinking it's this hard, start, sturdy metal tool, but it can break easily because again, there's a lot of moving parts. And then the last drawback is the price. You're going to have to chalk up at least 600 bucks to buy this thing. Most places, they're going to sell them for like 575 but along with tax and shipping, you might as well just say 600 bucks. So you're going to have to pay a pretty penny for this tool. That's the only other drawback I have with it. I wish it didn't cost 600 bucks. To me, it looks like a two to $300 tool. But because of everything that it does, it is worth the price. So let's get into why should you get it again is great for small scale growers. If you're somebody growing on half an acre or less, this is great for you because you're able to grow a lot more salad green types of crops. You can grow more root type crops and you don't have to waste your time going out there with a broom and trying to make furrows on your own. This saves you a lot of time with that. And that goes into the next thing. It eliminates time waste. A lot of us don't know what time waste is. Time waste is just like it sounds. You're wasting your time. If you go out there with a broom and you're trying to use the handle of the broom to dig a furrow and then drop your seeds in there, you're wasting hours and hours of time that you could be doing something else. The Jang Cedar, if you have a 50-foot bed, you will get done with that bed in uh, two minutes. If you're just walking back and forth, sometimes even quicker than that. If you have a 50-foot bed and say you walk down with your Jang Cedar with six different lines, and when I mean lines, I mean lines of crops that are going into that one bed, you can get done with that in like maybe a minute, probably 30 seconds if you're quick enough. Uh, direct seed. With direct seeding, it can do many different types of salad greens, the rollers come in all different shapes and sizes where you can go from direct seeding small seeds like baby kale to big seeds like corn. There's all different sizes of rollers for the Jane Seeder. So that's one thing too, especially with the root crops. A lot of us grow root crops and now there's been a trend that people are now using uh, their 72 sale trays to start their root crops in that. And then they'll go back out and plant them that way. That takes up a lot of time too. And also when you use the sale trays, I'm not saying the method doesn't work, but most times you will lose a lot of your seeds trying to take the sale trays out. We're trying to take the transplants out of the sale trays. And most times you don't want to use that thing. The other method is people use the paper pot transplanter. And that's a whole nother episode for another day. But hopefully that will suggest, persuade you guys into saying that the Jane seed is worth it for me, especially for my small scale farm. And I'm going to go into some cozy crop suggestions. These are the crops that I suggest that you would use if you were to purchase a Jane seeder. That should, in turn, bring you a lot of money for your farm. Because that's why everybody's doing this. Because we love doing this, but we also need to make a profit. So, the crops that I suggest you use a Jane seeder for are carrots, radishes, turnips. Mainly talking about the Hakurai turnips because they're super quick. Beets, arugula, 
Baby Kale, Mizuna, Lettuce Mix, some type of Asian greens mix that you can get from Johnny Select Seed or any other seed company. Uh, Asian green mix is something that just takes in a bunch of different Asian greens and mix them. Uh, onions, that's surprising. A lot of people like onions. Yes, onions, especially for direct seeding. And the last one, the most important one is spinach. Now, I know some people are saying spinach is a tough crop to grow, but if you use a jang seeder, the spinach will be spaced out evenly and you just need to stay on top of it like carrots and water it for two weeks straight until they germinate and then you'll be fine. So hopefully that helped. Thank you guys for listening to the show. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's any housekeeping notes. So we're good. Thank you guys. Hit that like and subscribe button. Cozy's out.